It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero five central, can you show me in pursuit? But sometimes it is. Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again. Sometimes it's dangerous. Flipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawnmower. This is the stupid side of first response. Do I really have to go to that? This is code 0.5. Come in 0.5. What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Rich with my partner and co-host Jason, and we'd like to welcome y'all to the first ever Code 0.5 Halloween special. So, you might have guessed it today, we're going to be talking about creepy shit, and things that we've had happen on calls, and... Uh, hey, whoa, 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 Creepy shit. Creepy shit. Like how when I wake up in the mornings, and I, it's kind of dark in the room, and I see my wife and her hair's all everywhere, and no make, like, cr- like scary shit like that, or like real scary shit? That's pretty damn scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty damn scary. Uh, has anybody got a couch I can sleep on tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I might have to call Renix. <laughs> See if his is available. <laughs> All right, man. Sorry, you were on a roll and I interrupted. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> it's just uh, we figured we would we would do a themed episode. I don't think we've ever done a themed episode, have we? Nope, not yet. See? Besides the Renix shit. No, that really wasn't a theme. No. It was just life. Yeah. Well, something like it. Anyway. So, man, I was trying to think, because I know we were getting ready to do this one, and I was trying to think of stuff that I've had happen, like on, on my calls or, you know, just stuff in passing or whatever that uh, other officers have told me about working around here. And uh, you got I mean, you got anything that just stands out? Not that it really jumps out, but it doesn't have to be cop-related. doesn't have to be cop-related? No. Oh, well, then I They can that. know the other side. Oh, the other Rich. side. Yeah. In case y'all didn't know, Rich used to do paranormal investigating. I still, or paranormal research or whatever. You still do it? I have, if I have time, which I and haven't in a while. you sent me that video. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what y'all were on. Was it a ship or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, and it like, was a submarine. And some object just like all of a sudden moved. Yeah, it was a bench. Yeah. I was like, yeah, nope, I'm out. <laughs> nah, man, that was wicked. That was freaking wicked. Um, so, no. yeah, you go through the whole thing. We've got the cameras and mm-hmm. the, the uh, shit, like the EMF. Is that what they are? Yeah. Electro something like you got all the shit. Yeah, we got all the shit. Yeah. We we spent a retarded amount of money on <laughs> on shit to do that, and it started out just like it was like one or two things. I think we had a digital camera and a like a K two EMF meter, and then yeah, and then the digital camera went to what infrared. Yeah, and was I, that full spectrum? Is that what yeah. they are? I got a. I went freaking ham one year and got a uh, it's a Connect cam. It's like right after right after they came out. Is that where it like can detect where something is and it'll show you like like a figure or something? Yeah, it's the it's basically basically the little sensor from a Xbox 360. And instead of building you know your little cartoon character like it used to 
make your little guy. So all it does is breaks it down into the frame. Oh, so it can detect like where the person is mm-hmm. and then it out basically outlines yep. them. So when you it, do the movements on the game, it knows what mm-hmm. to do. Oh, yeah, okay. It, it breaks it. It's its most basic deal. So it, it basically, the way it works underneath the little cartoon characters, it creates a stick figure. So that's how it knows where you're moving and what you're doing. So you take away the cartoon character part and then you just have this stick figure and you can be, you know, running around and literally see freaking stick figures and there's nobody else there's in the room. There. And yeah, I think he showed me something that in a chair or something. Yeah. 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 It was freaking sweet. Which <laughs> I wish we had a, I wish I had a way to show the, some of the pics and stuff that I have from that. Cause that one was pretty wicked. That you know what, what you part. could do whenever this post on Facebook hmm? in the comment section, Oh yeah. You can probably it. put the pictures and can you put video too? Sure. We could. Oh, we can put yeah. them on there somehow. Because I've got that video from the batfish, of that that bench moving. Oh yeah, that was pretty wicked. That one was that one was sick. Um, now, see, I've set up stuff before in like you know supposed haunted places, and but I've never. I'm one of those that I'm like, no, there's a logical reason for all of this, and that's all I would ever find. But some of the shit you've shown me and told me yeah. about. It's like, okay, where's the logical reason that this is happening? Yeah, see, and like when we when we're doing it, we go in there with that try to find a logical reason first. Yeah. Because, you know, like you were in construction, I was in construction, old houses and stuff. I mean, you can you can find drafts and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes there's just no Oh, and I had one of those devices that can pick up whenever there's a draft, like you hold the device next to where you think it could be, mm-hmm. and a needle would come up and let you know if there was wind movement through there. Really? Yeah, I might still have it. That's a, I didn't even know if they made. I didn't know they made something like that. Yeah, How do you think I a, would? It's a. There's a box, and then there's a uh, a tube that comes off of it, and then there's a real tiny little like filament or wire or something, mm-hmm. and you just hold it in those areas, and when it detects wind movement, it'll really. Yeah. That's sick. Have to figure out what the heck that thing's called. That thing would be coming handy. Yeah, I might still have that thing because I sold all my equipment. Really? Yeah, I had a uh, uh, full spectrum uh, infrared. I had uh, some audio recorders from Zoom. I had one of those eight camp like security cameras yep. or whatever. Yeah. I had one of those. Um, were they were they motion triggered? Yeah, yeah. And Those then I had a. Good. I don't know what else I had, but I sold it to a group. Did you? Like, I had it for sale on there, and they came in, and were talking to me about it, and all the stuff they do. And then I finally was like, "Look, if you guys want this stuff, you can just have it." Dang. And they're like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, just you'll put used to it. Just you know." Shoot, where um, were you at when we were starting out? We started at we started a Central Oklahoma Paranormal Society in like 2012, and that's what the like the basic stuff. And we worked our way, kind of started out doing stuff like, uh, kind of word of mouth. We do like the cemetery stuff and all that. And then I think uh, Junior's wife mentioned something to a friend of hers at work, and then we ended up we did their house, and then word just kind of spread. So we, you know, we did residential stuff for a little bit and then we ended up going into like businesses and we've done like historic places and it just, it's crazy. 
Uh, we did the batfish in Muskogee. Yeah. That thing was, dude, it was, that was pretty wicked in there, but it was hot. It was hot. We killed all the power in that thing. But, oh, yeah, because the power can mm-hmm. set off those EMF devices. Yeah. And so, like, especially in something that old. Yeah. And you're yeah. like in this freaking, and they're cramped. So that sucked. And then there's no air. So it's just like freaking heat is all it was. It was, it, we were sweating our asses off that night. But we did end up with some pretty cool stuff. But yeah, some of that stuff is actually on the, it's on Facebook. If you're going to go check it out, it's Central Oklahoma Paranormal Society. But, uh, Shit. we've had some, uh, cops. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I was sitting here thinking about it. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had to go there. Uh, but man, we've had, uh, we've had some crazy stuff happen around. There was, uh, a couple that actually stick out. They were really, I don't know if they're creepy as much as they're weird, but, uh, we had two older guys, Native American guys, and uh, one of them, I mean, they've both since passed away, but uh, one of them, everybody would say he was, uh, like, I don't want to offend any of our Native listeners. Sometimes people get offended if you say the names of the things because it gives it power and stuff like that, but they basically thought he was a shapeshifter, so just use that. And he, he, they said he would turn into an owl, and he was very owl-like too in his like his build and his his eyes i mean he for real could he damn near spin his head all the way around i don't i don't know about that <laughs> you know how them things so. he yeah he <laughs> he was i mean he was doing good later you know to get around and stuff but um he he really did kind of in his facial rec- look like an owl and then the other guy that i've got wrote down they said he could turn into like a coyote not necessarily like a wolf like a like a smaller dog but he too had very animalistic features like yeah you know kind of a longer nose and but uh with with this guy leon man there's like two separate things and that one that one i don't know what to make of it because we had a one of the officers i left here and went to another department and i had one of the officers come to my house one day and he not you know was like hey can i talk to you about something i was like what's up and so he's like hey what do you know about this guy this guy leon and i'm like just an older cat, you know, we used to check on him, make sure he's taking his meds and stuff because he had diabetes. So sometimes he, he wouldn't take his stuff and he'd get real lethargic. Yeah. But uh, I was like, no, but why? What's up? And he goes, man, uh, out south of town, if you if you go out south and you go about a mile section down, it turns off and it goes out into the county. Well, out there, there's like kind of these fields and they'll go through and bale everything up so they get these hay bales and stuff out there and uh one of the what was he he was a captain uh the captain of the sheriff's office he's like hey if y'all y'all go out there and check that every now and then because people out get out there and party kids will um so just kind of you know you can go out there and check on it and if anything comes up just holler at us it's like all right but anyway he was out in that area and he said he he stopped to uh had to take a leak and so he jumped out and he's doing his thing. Well, uh, I guess the everything was lit up real good. And so he could see that there was an owl sitting on one of these rolled hay bales. So he said he took a couple pictures of it, thought it was cool, got back in the car, went on. He said uh, it was like almost two days after it, 
he was at the store getting something to drink. And uh, he said, Leon walked up to him and said, why'd you take my picture? And he's like, I didn't take your picture. He's like, you took my picture. Don't do that. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't they think like that captures their soul or something. Well, that was the thing is there was nobody else out there. It was just him on the dirt road. You know, the hay bales are out there. Uh-huh. And he took a picture of an owl. But then like two days later, Leon walked up to him and asked him why he took his picture. And he's like, I, I have never taken a picture of you. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't do that. And then he walked off. Oh, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's why he had come to the house is he had just had that conversation with Leon. He's like, dude, what do you know about him? It's like, I don't know. And he told me that. And I was like, well. The undersheriff had told us, uh, well, the undersheriff's son works for our department. He was telling me him and his dad were driving down the highway into town. And he said his dad was kind of, you know, wasn't going super fast, but was was kind of getting it. And he said that there was this freaking owl and it flew low and they clipped it. And he said his dad was like, oh, well, done hit Leon. And his son's like, no, man, don't joke like that. That's not even <laughs> funny, you know. And he's like, oh, whatever. The next day, Leon had a boot, was wearing a boot on his foot oh. from where he, like, had messed his leg up. So, I mean, the coincidence on that is just is freaking crazy, man. And this guy's not around anymore? No, he passed away. Okay. But. Because it's getting dark outside. And yeah, no. I don't want to. <laughs> no, that one. That one I don't know much. And then the, the other guy. Uh, everybody called him Crow, and you'd see him walking like you'd be leaving town, and then you know you'd see him, and then get into town, and wouldn't even be there for very long, and then boom, he's like walking into town. It's like either somebody picked him up right after you would, you know, right after you passed him, or he could like teleport, like he was there. It's that, that's some, that's some creepy shit that <laughs> they were both uh they were both like i said older native american guys and i was actually uh do you know what tribe they were from no i would no. love to talk with somebody about that see i've got a guy that we might because uh he said something about one of his it was like an uncle or something anyway the the rest of the family didn't like him wasn't wasn't cool with them or anything and uh he had a door he said in his house and he always kept that door locked and he asked you know why what's going on with that room and his family would tell him he's got little people in there and he, he said that it, he always kept a radio playing so but if you would turn that radio down he said you could hear people you could hear them in there cussing at each other stuff getting knocked over and that's like i don't know how many i've heard i don't know man i think it's like eight or ten different stories of little people especially in like the shawnee area there's like an area out there that's what's significant about little people they're they're like tricksters they're not like leprechauns or anything but they're oh okay but they're i don't know it's pretty now see how am i supposed to say anything that even compares with that shit i mean that's just that's just like on the the native american side of thing but speaking of that I had a lady in town call one time because she was finding pears. 
that had like big old bites taken out of them. Uh-huh. And she was hearing things hit her house at night. And so she like, she called. And when she called in, she told dispatch that she thought she had a Bigfoot throwing pears at her house. Okay. Because of the, the bites. Anyway, we get out there and there wasn't nobody around. But yeah, I come to find out there was a pear tree just on the other side. And it was like the neighbor kids. <laughs> so they were biting and they were biting these pears and freaking throwing them at the house. And that lady was scared shitless though. Straight to Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I remember working nights before you talk about a cemetery and you get calls about uh people like walking around or you know, laying down in the cemetery. Yeah. Or they'll see them running through there, and they ask you, you know, they'll holler at you on the radio and dispatch once you go over there and check it out. And then the first thing you say, nope. You wouldn't go? No, no. Why? No. Go up in a cemetery where people are walking around in yeah. the middle of the night. I'm talking about I'm working night shift. Like middle of the night? Middle One, night. two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm. What is it? What's the witching hour? Is it three? Three. Yeah. No, thanks. Man. I wouldn't. I mean, what are they going to take? I mean, they, yeah, there ain't really much. Especially, I'm, I, I, I would go up in there. I wouldn't get out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> but what was worse is like you would never see anything. Nothing, nowhere around. No, I never saw anybody in there. I, I mean, I wouldn't roll down my windows to see if I could hear them or anything. Really? Could you imagine some? Even if there was like some tweaker up in there, and I roll the windows down, and they say something, it'd scare the shit out of yeah. me. Yeah, I could see that. So, no. Nah. I hadn't had any bunch of calls or anything out at our cemetery. I mean, in terms of, like, stuff that's happened on the job, it's it's actually, like, non-existent. Other than the Bigfoot call. It's the only thing I've had that's that's there, but. Well, I can tell you the scariest uh, building search I ever did was when I get an alarm call at uh, the funeral home. Yeah, go out there at 1 o'clock in the morning, and there's an alarm going off, and then you find a door open. Really? Yeah. That's not fun. Did you go clear it? I I had somebody with me, but I went in there. Well, yeah, I guess at night, yeah, you don't want to have somebody else with you. I mean, yeah, that shit ain't fun. No. Well, what what was in there? I don't know. I can't remember. I think this was a very quick look. Yeah, that's probably whatever's in there. Whoever's in there can... uh, they can get out with it. They can have it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going in. Yeah, and then they've got like you know over here around town the the, the what is it Ghost Bridge and Thrill Hill and mm. you know there's like oh man I swear there's so many like crybaby bridges like almost every town has its own story a crybaby bridge you can't like narrow it down to yeah. one singular bridge but there's like almost every county and there's 77 counties in Oklahoma and they all have their own crybaby bridge. Yeah, that's what this was. The and it used out. to be one of those trussle bridges. Yeah. And somebody ran off of it mm-hmm. and they had a kid with them. And if yeah. you go at night, you can hear. Yeah. And yeah. I remember when I was in high school, we would take kids down there and tell them, you know, dare them or whatever. And every now and then you get somebody that was real courageous mm-hmm. and that they would walk down the bridge and then come back. Yeah. And what they didn't know is that you left your buddy on the other side of the bridge. So when they walked down there, you they get the shit scared out of them. <laughs> <laughs> shit. We had the, the one. Uh, we did one that's not out. It's not super far from here. We went and did it. And that thing, man, we swept it. So we not swept the bridge, like, literally. But we, like, went around with EMF detectors and stuff, like, under it and over it. 
nothing. Everything was dead for the most part. Yeah. And then like night came and I don't know what happened, but it was like somebody flipped a switch on that bridge because we had freaking EMF spikes. We had it like things were pegging out there. And you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So no power lines and nope, stuff like that. Nothing, right nothing under it, nothing over it, nothing. And we checked it. Like I said, we checked it. We had a uh, like devices, our phones, and everything were draining. It was crazy. No, uh, no EVP or anything. But yeah, there's just there's some crazy stuff. EVP, elect voice phenomenon or something. Yeah, electronic voice phenomenon. Yeah, I'm kind of remembering some of this stuff. Oh yeah. We did a, we did a place down in Texas, the Old Park Hotel. That place is wicked. Like you can reserve like the weekend or whatever there if you want. And the owners are super cool, and they they know like a lot of history of of like that building and the surrounding buildings. And then like they now are part of a the historical society, and they take care of the jail that's across the street. So if you if you set up for the weekend over here, you also get to go over to the jail. And, like, that's where they were, like, they were hanging people. I mean, like, right out in the courtyard mm. back in the day, old school, old school Texas. But we did the old park several times. And they've got, like, this, they got a Bonnie and Clyde room is what they call it. I guess because Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde used to stay there. She, like, lived close to that town. And so she'd stay there quite kind of frequently. So they made, like, a theme room for her. But we were setting up cameras. And it was me and our cameraman at the time. So we were together the entire time because one of them setting up a camera and then we're checking the angles. Then we're taping everything down. And then we move on to the next one. I was with him the entire time. And then we were getting ready to go live. So I went and changed shirts. And he's still right there. Gets his stuff up. And we start, start going live. And I'm standing there and I'm talking. And we're kind of looking at the cameras. And this is what we've got set up. And I'm watching his face, and he just starts, like, grimacing real bad. So I'm like, you all right? What's going on, man? And he's like, man, my back hurts. I'm like, okay, what's up? He's like, dude, he's like, it feels like it's on freaking fire. And he's, like, trying to arch his back and move around. I was like, you know, set the shit down. What's wrong? So he sets the camera down, and he turns around, and he like, he's like, what, what is going on? And he, like, pulls the back of his shirt up. Dude, he's got freaking rake marks across the back. It's freaking like it was whelped and the skin wasn't torn. Nothing. It scared the shit out of him. He wouldn't go. He won't go back. He will not. Well, how can you blame him? Oh, it's wicked. But he always used to have shit happen to him. Like we'd be over here trying to make shit happen to us. And he's just minding his own business, sitting in the corner, not doing nothing. And it would happen to him. Like some people are more in touch with mm -hmm. that or something. Like that uh, thing you were talking about, about the. The bench moving. Mm -hmm. That was him. Like, we had been down in there all night. And we had weird stuff happen. Like, uh, there's a TV that's kind of hanging in the corner. And it was showing, like, uh, you know, different ways the submarine worked. And we had turned that off. But it was coming back on on its own. And so we were like, well, that's freaking crazy. But we sat down in the galley. And that's where we kept hearing footsteps the most. So we sat him down there. And I'll be damned. By himself? Yeah assholes <laughs> yeah he was the he was the youngest so we made him the, I mean, <laughs> the guinea pig or whatever pretty much but i mean like you could you always he was the renix of the group <laughs> yes definitely the renix of the group man 
But he uh, he was sitting there and he had this deck of cards and he was like setting them out because he doesn't know how to play solitaire. And he was like, can somebody show me how to play? Does anybody want to play? And he's doing that. And then that's where you, you like you couldn't hear his audio because we couldn't get out, obviously, because of the thickness of the metal. But you can see him talking and he's setting these cards out. And then he you can see he like sits straight up and he starts looking around. And like the bench is right in front of him, and there's a glint from the, I guess it'd be the IR lights kind of bouncing off of it, so you can see it. And that that freaking it was a stainless steel, it was three foot long, and probably thirty inches tall, fucking heavy, and it it just it moved like straight back. And you can see he like starts looking and he gets up and he leans over and turns his flashlight on and he sees that that bench has moved. Dude, he was out. <laughs> he was done. Well, hell, I don't blame him. He didn't want nothing to do with that either. <laughs> I'd have been gone too. Yeah. <laughs> see, you've got like some legit, like scary crap. Like, I mean, uh, there's a guy we used to work with and he's no longer with us anymore, but. Uh, where we worked at, they used to house guys in the the jail there. And this old boy, I don't know how he'd done it, but he hung himself in the jail. Mm-hmm. And at night, when it's you know dark and quiet, and anytime somebody'd hear anything, they'd always say, "Oh, that's old Henry or whatever his name was." So that's what they always say was that it was that. Well, this guy, he was he was young, he was new, he was twenty one, twenty two years old. You know, 130 pounds soaking wet, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he would not go into the police department to do reports unless somebody else was with him. Mm-hmm. And if he was working by himself, he just wasn't going. Really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was that afraid of it. And I'd never been in there by myself, but I never noticed or paid that close attention to anything. But, um, you know, we'd have nights where he would come in there and his partner that worked with them, they were, I guess, buddies. And he'd come walking in one day and it's all on camera and everything. And out of the, one of the rooms, there's he's walking in the, the entrance down this hallway and it's just a long hallway and there's nothing there. And I can't remember if he threw a firecracker or if he jumped out of the room. And he screamed, called him every name in the book. <laughs> and from that day forward, if the sun was down, he was not in that building. Really? Yeah, he wouldn't go. Mm. He was that scared of old, I can't remember what his name was. But he thought that, that place was haunted. And you know your your guys' uh, courthouse is? Oh, yeah. One of the guys has a picture of something yeah, in there. Yeah, he got his like, video stuff going on in the it's down there where your, the deputy's room is where y'all do your reports i think oh yeah it's down in there yeah it's in that area yeah yeah i've seen the picture of it mm-hmm. i think he's even put it on facebook before yeah and i mean it looks like something standing there oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty solid but it's like man it's hard to tell because there's like glass doors there and i don't know where the sun's at at that time of day and with that old camera system because i'm trying everything i can to 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 figure out why that actually happened but it looks like somebody is standing there oh yeah yeah it's freaking creepy freaking speaking of buildings that are freaking my major won't go into ours after dark and he's our night shift 
now because everybody's Renix is now evenings. So the majors changed over into what would be Renix shift. He will not, will not go in there to do reports. And like you said, unless he absolutely positively has to, because there was a uh, Dora the Explorer doll <laughs> and it would just, it would randomly laugh. It never did it during the day. Never, ever did it during the day. <laughs> And he freaking he would he was in there and he kept telling me that this was happening and I'm like okay dude whatever you know batteries are going dead, but then I got to thinking I was like well, why the hell is it not happening during the day, and then he's sitting he sent me a video of he was at his desk doing some stuff and that doll's just going off back in the back, and he's like nope that's it I'm out done, and y'all never could figure it out no it wouldn't it we ended up I think it ended up uh oh. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I think it ended up in the angel tree stuff. <laughs> Here, here's a haunted doll. Yeah, have it. It's, it's the possessed. doll that plays back. <laughs> that would be freaking creepy. I wonder why I wouldn't do it during the day. I don't. He would. He was saying, he's like, man, this thing won't stop going off. And, of course, I'm there during the day, and I wouldn't. I didn't hear anything ever. Nothing. And it sat back there for forever. And then, like I said, he sent video one night. He was like, he was at his desk, and it's back there going off. And I'm like, dude, there's got to be somebody in there with you that's, like, messing with it or causing it to go off. bring his wife or something, and she's back there messing with it. No, because he's, like, it It takes a lot to rattle him, and he was rattled. Like, he's, you know what I mean? He's kind of salty. I would have put, like, a camera on it and left it in there overnight or yeah, something. Yeah, that would have been the way, way to do it. But. He won't. He won't do that. Oh, speaking of scary, I think I got something on here. Hang on. Okay, I have actual audio. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm listening. That is actual audio from the first time Renick's girlfriend saw him naked. <laughs> <laughs> Can she still see? Uh, not very well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she could to begin with because she's with him. That poor thing. I know. You know what? It, it kind of makes you wonder how much she's like him. You mean like him? Like likes him or? No, like they're similar? the same kind of person. Oh, they're not. Oh, they're not? No. <laughs> No. Oh, so you got stories then that you can tell me after we shut this stuff off. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a I know there's a, a specific phrase if you say it. Huh? You will see like the evil Renix. Oh, it's really? Like, yeah. I mean instantly pisses him off. <laughs> instantly. I'll have to tell you. <laughs> I'll have to tell you what it is. Well, you got any more of your scary stuff over there? I don't know if it's like super scary. I was trying to think of some some other ones. Uh, we did the Stone Lion Inn in Guthrie. Guthrie. Yeah. And we were the we were set to have the building. Uh, we were supposed to do it like Thursday, Friday, but it didn't work out. So they gave us uh, Friday night, Saturday. And freaking that thing. It had just been the the crew from Ghost Adventures had left. I think the day we got there. And so that was pretty slick. Of course they left crap everywhere. Not like really. you would yeah, you would think they would have done a better job cleaning up after themselves, but uh but yeah. Anyway. They're slobs. I wouldn't say slobs. I mean there's like gaffers tape everywhere. 
Like oh. it was just like all over the walls and like they didn't take the trash out or nothing. I mean, it was like part of the agreement, but I guess they don't have to because they're not, you know, they're them. Yeah. We're us. <laughs> but uh, the, you know, so the bottom floor, I guess that place used to be a funeral home. And the lady, she found a table. Like when you go into the main entry, there's like a table right there. Um, and it's got, you know, crap and flowers all over it. And like for certain events, she'll set it up as a bar and people can make drinks on it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's actual, it's an embalming table. And she didn't even know it. She didn't even realize it until somebody had like pointed it out to her later on. And it was like well after things had started happening in the house. But we had some crazy stuff happen with the lights downstairs uh, in the basement part, which is where they used to do all the embalming. And then, you know, you could hear people walking on the floor. If you're on the first floor, on the second floor, you could hear people walking around. And then on the second floor, you could hear people on the third floor. And the third floor is where everything's supposed to have, like, originated and had started from how they figured out that this place was haunted. Yeah. And uh, there was like this narrow little staircase you got to go up to get to the third floor. And we're up there and that was probably the hardest one to explain, but the most memorable because when I had gone in, I'd brought some of the gear with me. And so I was setting stuff up and I was waiting on the rest of the guys to get there. So I was walking through and I was like, you know, my name's Richard. You know, we're not, and I, we're not here to, bother you or anything but you know thank you and you know we we hope we get some interaction tonight and uh when we were up on that third floor we have evp we have audio of this is it's a female voice saying like richard so it was calling me richard and i was like do it again and it would do it and then my partner i asked him you know i was like okay what's his name norman and so it was like male voice, female voice, male voice, female, female. It was freaking crazy. I mean, you're talking syllables here. <laughs> it was cool. It was wicked. Right. I don't know. I can't think of anything really right off. Well, it's not a good way to get out of here. Yeah. With our first Halloween episode. And you know what'll happen is as soon as we're we're done, I'll turn around and freaking I'll remember him like, ah, I should have told him that one. You got a year. Yeah. I'll write him down. (laughs) All right, we're gonna get off here, guys. Uh appreciate everybody coming out or listening or whatever we're gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, appreciate y'all listening. Yep, thanks. You have been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code05.co. That's Code05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Code05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.